to say yeah. well, yeah. Yeah. we didn't no we didn't we didn't we didn't no we didn't we didn't okay it was beautiful this presentation no. but we didn't yeah. present <laughs> well uh, yeah yeah, well, right. now I'm going to introduce Wendy and then we do the intro. Yeah. So, in the intro. Oh, okay. oh, yeah. And then the. Yeah. You can shout. Got some things you really want to talk about. Bundesweites Artus Labs sind eine Maßnahme des Fonds Darstellende Künste, finanziert aus den Mitteln der Beauftragten der Bundesregierung für Kultur und Medien im Rahmen der Neustadtkultur. Willkommen zu Re Präsent Tanz. I am so honored and privileged that I get to have a little conversation with the both of you. I've said this in every podcast, but the truth is that, you know, I'm really in this beautiful position where I really get to talk to everyone and hear their experiences and get an insight of the life that you have lived here internationally and all of the the how I can benefit from your growth. <laughs> so I would love to introduce you to, um, I, will, I would love to start with you, Eva Lonby. So we are going to 2008, where you danced with Compañía Nacional de Danza in Madrid under Nacho Duarto. 2013, you moved to Hamburg, where you started in The Lion King. Then during Corona, uh, which is a very interesting Uh, time in your life, you started um, gaining an interest in film and did master classes um, with the Film Academy Baden-Württemberg, with the Actress Factory Paris, and with the Unseen Drama London. Please, if I mistake Correct. something, then you guess. <laughs> then 2020, you had uh, a short film, which also was during Corona, about Corona, called Ein Moment in Berlin. Um, Then you uh, were in Hamburg and it, during the Photo Triennale last year, 2022, uh, you had a solo in the Historische Museum um, with choreographed, directed yeah. by Yolanda Gutierrez, <laughs> <laughs> who is currently doing a, a programs called Decolonized City. Yes. Very interesting. Yes. 2021 slash 2020-2021, you were portraying Gina in... Gia. Gia. Ooh, in the film Birds of Paradise, available on Prime Video. And 2022, you went back to The Lion King in a cheetah role. Um, last year, you performed in the Historische Museum in Hamburg under the Photo Triennale, directed by Yolanda Gutierrez. Yes, okay. correct. <laughs> <laughs> 2023 Nachtbird Spielfilm. Uh, where is this film available? It's played no, only uh, in... It's, not, it's currently in post-production, so... Okay. Surprise. <laughs> Love that. And you also teach, um, and more information under Lumbee Bar. Yes, exactly. And this also emerged during the pandemic. Yes. Mm. <laughs> pandemic, yeah. Wendy, I would invite you to move a little closer to the table so you can get in the camera shot. <laughs> All right. Wendy William Tornes. Hola. Hello. <laughs> you 
were at the National School of Dance in Havana, Cuba. During your summer, you went to New York to Broadway Dance Center Dance Steps to learn jazz, pop, hip-hop, and all of the Western dance styles. (laughs) Then we moving to 1996, where we start in Chicago Teatro Nuevo Apollo, um, where you toured with the Chicago production through Spain. We were in Beauty and the Beast in Madrid, 1999. You came to Germany, National Theater Mannheim. Then we're skipping to Cirque du Soleil, Montreal, Zumanity, one of my favorite shows. And then you started doing, well, an independent project with company Rafael Amargo back in Spain. And you went to Staatstheater Erfurt, Staatstheater Fürth, in soloist roles. Then going to Cirque du Soleil with Dralion in London and in Madrid, 2005. You were soloist at the Donland Dance Company, Staatstheater Saarbrücken. Since 2006, you have been with the Lion King in Hamburg, then Madrid, and now Hamburg again. And this is where we can see you on stage. One of your first choreographies was in... 87, Te Soy Buscando America in Havana, Cuba. And your latest work was in 2014-15 as a choreographer-director, a stage play called For Colored Girls Who Have Considered Suicide in Madrid. Um, And today, you are also teaching. uh, You started teaching at Jupp van der Ende School here in Hamburg. And yeah. It is my pleasure to have both of you here today. Willkommen zu Re Präsent Tanz. <laughs> both of you can sing, and I'm just here like, ah! <laughs> <laughs> try to keep up. Mm, we will try <laughs> our no, best. No, I will try to keep up. <laughs> so I'm going to jump a little bit into the corona pandemic time. Mm-hmm. Um Slash, first, I want to ask you a question, Wendy. You have so many different experiences with different um, artistic companies, and I have seen so many switches. And uh, in a previous talk, we um, off camera, we talked about switching things and why we do it. And my question to you is, what was your inspiration or your need for 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 this and for exploring? I think the inspiration having always been curiosity, having always really curious about being able to breathe and live and enjoy different experiences. That's why even when I have been always a contemporary dancer and I have mm. been always being freelance uh, in, in my profession in general and through all these years, at the same time I have been doing musicals, I have been doing theater, I have been doing movies, I have been doing Cirque du Soleil, and I have been doing small projects too. Mm-hmm. At the same time, then I have been also having um, contracts or fixed contracts with certain right. companies. going to direct us a little okay. into Microphones. <laughs> Microphones. Yeah. Yeah, curiosity. Mm. Answering to your question. Really. Yeah. Like it was... Since beginning, since I'm little, no, the curiosity of experience different things, to experience all and to be open to it. Mm. And uh, I'm really, really happy. I'm, I'm really glad after all these years that I did that. Mm. Oh, and another thing, like, um, 
I might be leading this conversation, but I'm super happy if you jump in and you have a question mm -hmm. that I didn't think of. I'm, I'm just, yeah. <laughs> just want to put that out of the room. We'll um, <laughs> <laughs> yes, and something that connects both of you is the Lion King in Hamburg. Uh, and I would love to hear a little bit about behind the scenes of navigating being in Hamburg. We also had somebody... Uh, Monique McDowell, who, yeah. who talked about mm -hmm. The Lion King and being in this this bubble of diversity mm -hmm. and then leaving, not necessarily even having the time to leave to see what Hamburg is about, but just, yeah, the theater life and living in a bubble and that in comparison to living in Germany. What, 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 what yeah, I, mean, I think Lion King is a very interesting um, theater mm -hmm. and <laughs> in the backstage, um, it's amazing to share so many um, you cultures, know, yeah, cultures mm. and, and backgrounds and, and different ethnies and religion. Yeah. So it's very interesting. And I mean, from my, uh, my experience when I arrived, so I was in Madrid, so I was already talking Spanish. And then I arrived in the Lion King and it was so at first um, different because, different? Mm. yeah, not shocking, but so different because I was used to be in a white environment mm -hmm. in dance company. Then I arrive and, you know, so many colors and I mean, it's amazing. And it was so, um, I felt so uh, welcomed, you know, mm -hmm. in the show. Mm -hmm. And even though being a ballet girl and the, 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 the show is really, is not really ballet, but it's many different uh, dance styles. And I felt like they didn't look at me like, oh, you buddy on the stage, we just welcome you. Mm -hmm. We're all in this together. And the, the show is about love. And um, yeah, it was beautiful. Mm -hmm. yeah, and you can feel that behind the stage too. Yes. I, yeah. I sometimes follow, uh, I follow a few of the cast members and then you see in the stories, in the breaks where everybody just... <laughs> And it's, yeah. it's so lively backstage. It's mm -hmm. like it's never a dull moment or boring. It's always like yes. that. It's funny that many yeah. people sometimes ask me, you know, you do this job eight times a week, mm -hmm. eight shows a week, sometimes even nine shows a week. And you do always the same thing. My well, darling, it's never the same. Yeah, mm -hmm. A live show is never the same. It is every day a surprise and things can always happen. And you have an orchestra and you have 300 technical um, uh, people working with us. And we have, I think, 30 from 36 to 42 artists. And sometimes the people even think, oh, and you are so many because you, you I can see you say, no, 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 we are not so many. We are just the same that change <laughs> 12 and 14 times our clothes <laughs> ah, <laughs> uh, yeah, to so actually good. represent different animals, different plums and the whole story. Okay. But yes, uh, to answer the question of the Lion King, uh, for me personally, was also a um, um, social journey in a way that I have been being freelance my entire life mm -hmm. until I was 30. And for me, I said, well, if I really want to concentrate my personal life and grow as a human being, I better stay in one place for a bit. Mm -hmm. Because traveling around the world and living in Paris, living in New York, living here, living there, it will not be possible. Mm -hmm. And then I decided that, yes, when I will be city, I will go a bit less with my freelance contemporary dance and to try to be in one place. And that place and that city was Hamburg. <laughs> and I'm really happy because actually my first time in Hamburg was in 1994 in Cam Nile. Oh, I was really little. I was uh, with the National Compound of Cuba the first time that I came. So to actually have the decision of to start to build a social life for my own self uh, in the same city years after, it was a really 
wonderful choice and I'm really happy that I made that choice and yes the theater is wonderful uh, with all the cultures and it's, and and it's also a special, uh, special theater because it has been going since 22 years 22. it's going to mm. be this year yeah. so it's unique in the world I mean in, beside Broadway in London, and London, and London. Yeah. it's unique that in Hamburg this musical has been going for so long and, and it's every day yeah. full yeah. and mm. it's every day 2,500 people crying, being emotional, and the artist giving that journey to them. This is wonderful. This is really wonderful. I mean, I'm, a, I'm a, the hugest fan of The Lion King. Oh, so. but then you have to come back again eh, to see I, us. I, huh? yes. And it's also community, like a family, you know, like... I left the show, then I came back, and when you come back, it's like, oh, you know, yes. like, here's my community. Mm. It's true. No, it's like home. It, it seems like home sometimes. Yeah, no? yeah, exactly. For me, it was the same, because I was from 2006 to 2010, and I was decided to become a mom, and I became a mom, but I was wanted to be a mom in my second country, that's Spain, so I went back to Spain, but then actually they opened Spain, and they offered me to open Spain, so I did open Spain. <laughs> And then I needed to decide once again, life-wise, where to educate my daughter. And I decided I go back to Hamburg. And then they offered me Hamburg again. So it is, a, as Eva said, it is like a home. Mm -hmm. You go, but you can always go back. Uh -huh. And through the years, it, um, you grow as a professional, as a human being. Mm -hmm. But that place is still Or even visit, you know, you know, come and say hi. They always welcome you. And yeah, well, that's one of uh, was going to be one of my next questions because both of you have a, a background outside of the musical theater, um, and not comparing it in a negative way, but like, what are some of the differences, like think ways or work wise, um, from freelance or from a ballet company to musical life? I can, I can, I can. I think uh, the first thing that come to mind to me is that when we do create create shows as um, contemporary dance with certain choreographers, you know, it's a project that you create from zero. Mm -hmm. no? you, you, you create everything from, at least from with the choreographers, wonderful choreographers that have been working, especially here in Germany. Everything is created from zero, from mm -hmm. the movement, from the story, from the argument, from the costume, from everything. With the musicals, there is books. Mm -hmm. The things are already written and things are already done. So uh, you know where you have to be, what you have to do, and what you are aware. You yeah. just... And I think uh, for myself, musicals, I, I feel like I'm a caretaker because mm -hmm. I have to take care of a role that is already designed and I cannot get out from there. Mm -hmm. But even then, I have to make it wonderful every day in a way that the audience can get from things for me mm -hmm. every day. And this is the key of a musical. When you do eight shows a week and to maintain it fresh and to be motivated to give your best, is a big difference. So independent of the creation part that I think is more, I cannot say that, but it is. We don't create from beginning something, mm -hmm. but yes, we create emotion for the audience every day, even when we need to follow certain rules that they are already written in a book. The choreography is written, the music is written, your voice is written, your costume is this one. It's like a, a living archive. A living archive, <laughs> thank yeah. you so much. Thank you yeah, so nice much. Yeah, you would think like you don't, uh, you will not evolve or it gets boring. I mean, for sure, there is day on the weekend you need to perform double shows. You'll mm -hmm. be like, oh my God, I'm so tired today. I'm going <laughs> to make tired it. Today. And yeah, but somehow you go on stage and you make it and it's always different. Like 
we have audience crying, yeah. something happened on stage, maybe, you yeah. know, that's not supposed to happen. Everybody's going to laugh. And, and this is like, wonderful. You remember when the colleagues, they started to sing and they give you so much energy. Even uh -huh. when you, it's a show that even when it's hard, sometimes mm -hmm. you have the feeling, no, I cannot finish today. Oh, I'm so tired. We are so tired. Then someone played the music. Someone started to sing something, and the energy goes like, <gasps> and it's race again. contaminating. Yeah. Yes, and also audience, like yes. ballet audience, yes. like, it's very quiet and very mm -hmm. respectful. And mm -hmm. They clap at the end, maybe. But in the Lion King, you know, you feel the energy, the the emotion right away, and it's unique. Yeah. And also, like from when I I say, oh, I'm gonna try the Lion King. People in the ballet world, my colleagues were like, no, you don't do musical, mm. you know? And it's his way of thinking. Yeah. And it's like, well, why not have you tried musical? It's like, no, it's the end of your career, you know? But it's happening, I, I think, in many artists, because I remember also, I have many opera singer friends that they also was wanted to do the pass into musical, and they were like, no, 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 you are an opera singer. No, 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 you cannot do musical. Oh, you are a ballet dancer. No, no, mm -hmm. no, you do musical. Like, I'm sorry. Everything is there to experience, and if you want, and you, yeah. you can have the experience, why no? Why not? There is so much to learn from absolutely everything. Yeah, it's just idea you that know? people have like, if I do this, I cannot do this, yeah. mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. Or it's like, oh, if I act, I can, yeah. dance. I can dance. When, if you want to try everything, why not? Why know? not? It's the same thing that I'm teaching to my daughter now. Now, as yeah. a mother, I said to her, she want to be well in a world, but there is contemporary dance, there is this dance, there is this dance. And if you have the opportunity, go in there and try it. Mm. Because you will always learn something about it. Always, always. And some people discover they try musical like, oh my God, I love this. I want to sing now. I want to act. And then they're like, that's it. Now for me, it's musical. And when they've been lost. suffering in the body world for years and, yeah. and they've been unhappy. Yeah. That's also why it's important to, to try. Speaking of uh, the cast and this contaminating energy, do you think the fact that The Lion King is, main, is predominantly BIPOC that plays a role? And I mean, the, the musical itself is also... Um, very inspired from black culture. Do you think that makes a big difference um, in comparison to other musicals you worked or in comparison to the ballet world? Like, do you think that's an influence? Yeah, for sure. Because when, I mean, when they cast the show, mm -hmm. they, they want to cast, um, you know, a, I mean, BIPOC people or Latino. Mm -hmm. And um, see the, the principal character, Simba, Nala, Rafiki, they have to have somehow an African background, you know, mm -hmm. because this is a show, this is a story. So to cast maybe somebody who is like white, you know, now they open it a little bit more mm -hmm. uh, for Simba or characters like Nala as well. No, but they have to know also yeah, because also the, the show is also played in Spain, the show exactly. is also played now in China. The, the so French need to put a Chinese yeah. person yeah, to play right. that character, no? And but I the roots of yeah. the show, it is have to it be is, South African, especially the ensemble, because it's created by them. Only they have that mm -hmm. amazing singing culture. Mm -hmm. Only South Africans they do that. And yes, every South every Lion King show have half of the cast is always a South African. Because yeah. the magic that these people can build, this is mm -hmm. only in that, in their culture. And it's also <laughs> why the audience come mm -hmm. back and want to see this, this culture, yeah. this yeah, music. experience. Yeah, this experience. authenticity. Authenticity, you know? yeah. But mm -hmm. of course, it's open uh, and it's still opening because, of course, it's open in different countries with different cultures and they have to integrate also mm -hmm. the other people from that culture into the show. 
No? And this is also wonderful. By the way, talking about integration, I have something important to say. Can yes, I? Yes, of course. Yesterday, actually, I was talking um, especially with um, one of our artistic director of, of the stage entertainment, and there was a person that actually is starting to prepare for disabled people to be able to come to our shows and enjoy it. Mm, and this integration is really important. For example, people that they are not able to see, they will have even a box when they arrive to the theater to, to be able audio. to touch oh. and to feel how the scenography look, where everything look independent, and then in their phone, they will be... Um, a whole reading story of what they will see. Mm -hmm. And as all disabled people, they will have now a tool where they can enjoy our show by listening, by looking, by touching. Almost, almost they will smell the show, and I'm so happy about that. Because mm. sometimes when we speak about integration, we forget yeah. that there is many other forms of integration that we still need to open our doors to. Mm. And really happy yeah, for in that. all area, not only mm -hmm. like musical, no, in theaters, well, and cinema, yeah. Yeah, everywhere, everywhere, yeah. everywhere. But at least now, a, an old show like Lion King will give that opportunity to people, and then I think they will start open uh, little by little, also in the other musical theaters, at least from from the stage entertainment company, no. But it's such a wonderful thing to mm -hmm. see these children and these old people, whoever comes mm -hmm. that mm -hmm. have a disability, will be able to smell and enjoy the show, the play. That is really wonderful. Yeah, I mean, I don't like that I'm focusing so much on the Lion King, but uh, mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to 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 keep this this BIPOC and this representation mm -hmm. kind of in the theme of it all. Mm -hmm. And Lion King has a very long run, mm -hmm. and both of you came here because of it. Mm -hmm. um, and what was your Thought. Was it just like, oh, I want to do musicals or I want a stable job or, oh, I want to I want to be a part of that fire that this musical has? Well, for me, it's a bit of everything. I first of all, I saw the show for the first time in Madrid. Mm -hmm. I was living in Madrid and I was in the Compañía Nacional de Danza. And uh, I went there, I found like a last minute ticket, <laughs> the very last <laughs> row, like upstairs. What year was that? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe 2011 then. Then later, yeah, I was there. <laughs> yeah. We saw each other. <laughs> <laughs> then I saw you on stage, probably, but I didn't know who you were. So yeah, I went in the last row upstairs, and then I was, oh, how I didn't see this before, you know, mm -hmm. amazing. And I, in my head, is like, oh, I want to be Nala, <laughs> like uh -huh. the, of course, like the, yeah. You was feeling motivating yeah, and And I was, wow, I want to learn how to sing. I want to learn how to mm -hmm. act and do this. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and that's how it started. And then I saw there were an audition and they told me, you know what? Maybe think about Hamburg. Mm -hmm. Wonderful. Then I went really to Hamburg to the audition. They were looking for the, the ballet girl. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's so wonderful. That's uh, how I came. Nice. Sure. <laughs> For me, it was, it's entirely different. I, I have to confess that I'm a person that whatever project I will do, I will never look at it before. Mm. I like to arrive and to surprise myself. Mm -hmm. And funny enough, um, I was doing, um, I think I was in South London Dance Company, and I went to Austria to do an audition for Three Musketeers. Then mm -hmm. in the middle of the audition, they start me and they say, listen, we have to call Lion King right now. You need to do this audition. Be like, yes, everybody's telling me that. <laughs> <laughs> but <What>? I'm just <laughs> doing here. Well, we will give you the job. But mm -hmm. I think we will call right now. They'll call in this moment Lion King from Austria to say, you need to see this person. So they invite me to the audition while I was doing Giselle Reloaded, a contemporary version of the ballet Giselle. Uh-huh. 
in Danlon Dance Company yeah. in Saarbrücken. And then I went to the audition. I passed the audition. I remember the career fair and the director of the company saying, are you leaving because you will do a plant? And I'm like, yes, I will do a plant. <laughs> and I leave it you now. <laughs> and then I remember that I, I the, say, the first thing that they offered me was cheetah is a, a really sensual character, uh -huh. one of the beautiful the animals in it. And everybody said, cheetah is so beautiful, but I never saw the cheetah, I never saw the show. And actually, I have to confess, I never see any show or company where I go to work. <laughs> I always like to get there yeah. and surprise myself and to leave the spirit from zero into yeah. myself until the end. If you, when I took the Chicago musical contract, I didn't went to London to look Chicago. Actually, I went to London, but I didn't see Chicago because I always wanted to dive mm. into it without any extra information just by my experience. But I always do that. I always do that. I'm all totally opposite. I know that everybody else, you get a contract, oh, let's go and see and prepare myself. No, no, no. I just want to surprise myself when I get there. And to say last, actually, when I started the cheetah the first day, I was like, oh, God, I think I want to go home now. <laughs> it was really difficult to work with the puppet. Yeah. Sorry that we go back to, because you asked about no. Lion King, but the puppet work was really hard. I was with one of the directors of Disney, um, that was Elise, actually, a um, uh, dance uh, choreographer, and I was dreaming in my hotel about that puppet. Oh, I was mm -hmm. so in pain and I was <laughs> so mad. Yeah. And I said, I, better, I, I think I will go home. But then, of course, the premiere arrived and you see that you are ready, 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 ready to go. No? Yeah. And probably, you see, if I will see it before, I will probably oh. stay in the London's company and I go, but look at me, I'm here after all these years. <laughs> after all these years. Yeah, uh, like a thing about me, I actually auditioned for The Lion King London yeah. in 2009 before I started my ballet dance career. Yeah, yeah, yes. But I was not that lucky. Oh, darling. <laughs> but you know what? You know what is, Pascal? I think it is dependent on sometimes what they, mm -hmm. you know, they yeah. let someone leave and they are looking for this person in this moment because I have so many people that they go, okay, and no, then, and the next year, oh, yes. <laughs> And then, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah, just again. Yeah. And yeah. that's also you the know? musical uh, mm -hmm. world. It's like mm -hmm. very specific what they're looking for. Sometimes, you know? yeah. Like, oh, second row, second person like this. Yeah. Yeah. It's kind of yeah. small and yeah. you know, this body type. Yeah. So they want this, they look for. But I think it's in every audition sometimes. Yeah. I mean, in the yes, company, it's they're the same. You know, the choreographers sometimes they are looking for second thing. Yeah. Of course, you have the quality of your movement. Yeah. But sometimes also the look. I remember in the Danlon Dance Company when I went to the audition, she was like, okay, you are not what I'm looking for. Now I can see that, yes, you can be what I'm mm -hmm. looking for, you know, because yeah. I can create that character through you, too. And, and then, you know, you never know. Auditions is our life. But that, that's, a, that's a good segue into, like, auditions and accessibility and roles that yeah. BIPOC people get to dance. Yeah. Um, moving a little a bit away from the musical theater yeah. now, like, what, what are your experiences um, in the past where you were doing roles based solely because of your look um i tell you for example i did in effort uh marie antoinette mm -hmm. and i was the principal role i yeah. was marie antoinette so marie antoinette came from cuba <laughs> <laughs> it's black and it was so incredible because effort is actually the east part of germany yeah. so the choreographer she didn't show me but i guess she have a certain she uh, knew. momentum of okay and i remember getting out of the show and not only of the show getting out of parties at four o'clock in the morning and to see your face your black beautiful face <laughs> in every <laughs> station in every bus station in yeah. every in Haubanghof, everywhere 
And I'm me going with my friends like, mm-hmm, that's, mm-hmm, <laughs> that's is actually me. Uh, so I think it is, it is, at least on my experience, in every theater, in every company, it has been so naturally, so mm. open. They are not looking about your look. They are looking about a story that they need to tell. Mm. And if you are the best person to tell the story, mm-hmm. you are. There is no movies about Marie Antoinette. Look, now Bridget the Queen mm-hmm. is black. Mm-hmm. Well, I did this in 2004. <laughs> <laughs> I was Marie Antoinette in 2004. And then in Mannheim Company, the same with Philippe Talar. You know, mm-hmm. I did the wrecking of Mozart. Okay, the girl that was doing it before was Japanese. Mm. And then I arrived, I learned the role, and I was doing the principal yeah. role during three hours. And the audience was accepting it. Wonderfully. That is, yeah, very interesting mm-hmm. because it reminds me of today Ariel or, mm-hmm. you know. Exactly. And it's, it's about the story. It's about mm-hmm. the essence of the character. Are exactly. you embodying the essence of the character, the story? Exactly. It's not about like, oh, she needs to be white or she needs to... And mm-hmm. I love this because what you say, it's... Yeah, it's about to tell the yeah. story. This person is able, the story. she has the quality that I need, but let's go for yeah. it. No? And, and it's happening and it's start, it has happened even mm-hmm. before. And I hope that it will happen more and more and more and more. Mm. And I think it's about also seeing and be open, not to be, mm-hmm. no, my character needs to, it's white because, mm-hmm. you know, it's yeah. Ariel. Mm-hmm. And be open, like, oh, look, this person can yeah. do amazing. Exactly. Exactly. And Ariel was, for example, it was amazing. I mean, like um, a Black Panther, but Black Panther is different because mm-hmm. it, it, they want it, no, a black yeah. person. But Ariel mm-hmm. was, people were not believing what they see, the little girl. Yeah, exactly. And all the exactly. reactions. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's every, exactly. everywhere. Harry Potter, for example. Black characters also principal mm-hmm. in their contemporary dance life and characters. But still there are people who are not happy, you know, be mm-hmm. like, no, it's not correct. Mm. <laughs> In our little round upstairs, you you spoke that you haven't had any uh, big ne- that you've had positive experiences in the dance world in Germany, and um, already like the resonance in the room was very questioning. Like, I maybe even f- of a point of jealousy. Like, I wish that was me. Mm. And Eva, you uh, mentioned a bit of having this eye-opening experience and noticing things. So when you hear um, Wendy, talk about this this beautiful career that she's had. How do, how does that make you feel with the things that you've gone through? Um, it makes me feel like I'm happy for her. Like, yeah. wow, nice that you are. Uh-huh. You know, and uh, mm-hmm. that uh, um, every person has a different path and mm-hmm. journey. Experience. And it's yeah. not black, mm-hmm. either white, mm-hmm. you know. It's not that, oh, it was really bad. It's, not, no, it's like a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good moment, bad moment. And uh, I think, of course, there is positive experience like Wendy. Mm-hmm. And, and there is also negative experience. There is yeah. also so. negative. There is also both. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For me, it was not uh, bad or good. It was like, oh, you know, moments. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, very good moment, very bad. Mm-hmm. Also nothing to do with like diversity or color, but like just proper harassment, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> for example. Mm-hmm. And this is mm-hmm. also the problem in the dance world, in the ballet world in general, there is a lot of harassment. Yeah. That mm-hmm. is just like being very mean <laughs> for no reason, you know, yeah. and yeah. this is also what need to be changed. Yeah, and I hope that it changed. Yeah. Now as a mother, I'm, 
Mm. I am. Uh, yes, I have a lot of talked to uh, my daughter that who actually decided to be an artist and actually now decided to be a dancer of things that they shouldn't, that she should say no and that she sh- ever, ever, ever should let happen, even when she's little. They are smaller, but they understand. Mm. And uh, she's doing quite well, I must say. But of course, since beginning uh, that she decided, I have been really open-minded Money. to explain to her what is needed. No, most important that people, whoever it is, even if it's your teacher, has to treat you with respect and uh, yes, and uh, yeah, and dignity. And even if it's your teacher, you say no, and that is not right. And then you come to mama, and mama, we talk. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it's really important. Yes, that, and it's uh, as as a child, I know yeah. that um, that really means a lot. Yeah. And not everybody has this 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 um, family, family to go back to. For example, at Havana, my daughter, sorry, one oh. second, she did the show with us, the Lion King show, and I remember that I asked to the theater to be able to bring all the kids from mm. her classes to actually be the rehearsal, be oh, at the rehearsal. Yeah. And I remember that uh, yes, we were able to bring all the kids and to see kids that they have never seen a theater before, mm-hmm. have never seen light, have never seen a stage, and have never seen a black girl being the principal character. They were so mind-blowing that we even create a space for them after that to give questions and to ask questions to mm-hmm. us about the show and about everything. And many of them, they even started in the Lion Skin School after that experience of motivation. No? So this is also wonderful, that they feel represented and that they feel motivated and that they can discover a new world even for themselves through our job. That's that's beautiful. Discovering a new world yeah. brings me to your newly found passion for acting or really pursuing this career. <laughs> I'm like, building the bridges here. <laughs> um, so this all happened during mainly during corona. Um, what what influenced you or what what inspired you, what drove you, what what was going on? Well, since uh, I s- actually did, since a kid, I wanted to be an actress, really. It's just that I didn't allow myself to believe I can. Mm-hmm. Or maybe in my my surrounding, my family, it was not something that is like that I can dream of, you know? <laughs> and so um, I actually started to do like workshop. As a kid, I did workshop in acting. And then in Madrid, I, I took some classes and um, I tried to research agency and stuff like this. But I was too busy with dance as, as well uh-huh, in my yeah. career. So I was like, okay, how am I going to navigate? I'm still young, but no, and, you know. Mm. And then also the, the people, oh my God, you give so much away to dance. Mm. You're not going to stop now. Mm. So it was all in the mind, like, what is the right thing to do? Um, and so, so when I was in Lion King, I was already looking and kind of, and also when you start believing in something and manifest, Mm -hmm. you know, it might sound stupid, but, and something happened when you just do nothing. Like I didn't ask for the role, Birds Mm -hmm. of Paradise. It came to me, I don't know, universe, Um, karma, (laughs) you know, but I also was ready when they call me. Mm -hmm. So, um, because I, I wanted to do this. So I was, um. So when it happened that I got um, Gia uh, from Amazon Studios, I I jump into the opportunity. That yeah. is that is a moment mm-hmm. I get the agency and I I I continue to work on my craft to be better and be ready to meet more opportunities. 
And um, it is sure a very hard world to navigate the acting industry, <laughs> especially now with a strike. Oh. And there was a pandemic, and now a strike. <laughs> oh my God. It's like, you know, like but um, it's, um, it's a research. Um, it's community, it's also finding your community. Mm-hmm. Um, and by doing masterclass and meeting people, uh, you find yourself a community. I, many friends, I have many friends, actors now. Um, the fact that I work with um, Amazon Studios and this wonderful team um, and keeping the contact with them, you know, stuff like that, and share what you are doing. Um, yeah, it's a discovery. Of a new it's, opportunity. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, yeah. Chance. It's, it's, yeah, it's challenging, but it's always like believe in yourself no matter what happens. It's not about what you get. How you, it's more like how you react to things and what is your truth, mm. what I'm bringing into the table, you know. And this is also, it reminds me when I audition for dance, you know, but it's not about me. It's also this. It's about yeah. the story and the story it's, and the character. Yeah, exactly. mm-hmm. yeah. But Pascal, yeah. now that you're asking to ask, can we make a pause? Yeah, we like to you the same okay. question because, as far as I remember, I remember that I love you as a dancer, and I saw you in some classes that we did together that perhaps <laughs> you don't remember. And I was wanted to ask to you right now the same question that you asked to us: What make you to be where you are now? Well. Um, What made me? Well, it all started when I was a little child and I just grew. I told my mom after watching a dance class, I want to do that too. Mm-hmm. And with uh, growing, being in Jamaica at that point, my mom being a Western woman, mm-hmm. she she saw no problem in it. So that's how I, I grew into dance. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I decided to pursue this career after um, never having done a ballet class till I was 18, someone saw me and believed in me and gave me a chance to study Mm -hmm. here in Germany. And um, after having a hard audition time, Mm -hmm. my 16th audition, I got a job Mm -hmm. (laughs) at the National Youth Ballet Company where um, I took like this mind of an American company because American companies work a lot with social work and bringing dance to people and um, educating people and resourcing people from different communities. Um, And in the National Youth Ballet Company, we got to do that. We went to homes, we danced in um, old people homes, like brought dance to the people. Mm -hmm. And that that was like the most uh, giving and gifting thing that happened. Mm -hmm. Uh, Then I joined Hamburg Ballet, And that's just, you know, work. <laughs> and you lose this, this, this beautiful aspect of community in a mm-hmm. sense of becoming inclusive. And after my contract was terminated with them, I tried the more contemporary route and seeing what, what, a, what is the scene like there? Are, do we have the same problems? Mm-hmm. What are the structures? Do I feel more free? Because I'm also dancing more free. Uh, but life decided to not let me do that route and put me here where now I'm freelancing and trying to facilitate, trying to discover, trying to curate, just trying life (laughs) (laughs) and trying to also to build my own community and my own um, things that I need and things that I want. Uh, 
in the best way that I can. And this is so well. Wonderful. If it wasn't for you, we would have done be here, here today. That is yeah. awesome. <laughs> you are creating opportunities <laughs> to many people. Bravo, Team. bravo yeah. to you too. Bravo. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> <laughs> really well, really well. <laughs> But speaking of other people, in every podcast, I ask the podcast. Um, the previous podcast to ask a question to the next podcast. Mm -hmm. So the question that you have been asked mm -hmm. from Yolanda Morales mm -hmm. um, is how is it possible to rearrange or deconstruct hierarchies during a creative process? Um, by luck, luck enough, I had the opportunity to, even if it was Cirque du Soleil, mm -hmm. even if it was um, start theater, even it was um, private, uh, um, how to say, project, mm -hmm. we were all equal. Mm -hmm. From the dramaturgia that was there was the idea, from the scenographer, from the musician, from the dancers, we were all sitting together in the same table or in the same floor, mm -hmm. and we started all from zero. Mm -hmm. There was nobody yeah. having more clear nothing than anybody. They were mm. everybody apporting something and creating something to yeah. the project every time. And this is what I like of my freelance lands. Mm -hmm. I have been always choosing the people that I knew that I would be able to count in the project in this way. If not, I was not doing it since mm -hmm. <laughs> beginning. Yeah. So I think it is really important because it makes, it makes each of the artists to bring the best of them. Even yeah. in Cirque du Soleil, we did that. And mm -hmm. the musician was there. They didn't have the first note. And they are looking at you, how you move. And through you, we were starting to create with each other the, the theme of the, of, the, of, yeah. the, of, the, um, of the project, the name of the project, the movement of the project, everything together. So answering the question, I think, is really, really important because I think each artist could be and give more of his best into it. And that community make the wonderful yeah. projects at the end. I got the feeling. Well, I think you answer pretty well. <laughs> no, well then not you to get away with it, but no, I just want to say that I think it's important to nourish yourself with other, mm. you know, other stuff and don't stay in you. Exactly. No, that is ballet or you're just, mm. oh, I'm just or the you're dancer. an actor. Oh, I'm just the dancer. You know, just nourish yourself mm -hmm. and... Uh, or do something that scare you, and then you're like, oh my God, if I didn't do this, I wouldn't know I had I this part on me, you know? Yeah. And that is, is yeah. Mm. And something that I have to say, this is also something that for the new generation, I think is so important. We have that in Cuba. We, 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 we dance, the school is together because of something. You mm -hmm. are together with the musicians, you are together with the actors, we are together with the painters. So when you always wanted to create something, Someone would do the music for you, with you. Mm -hmm. Someone would do the scenography with you. The actor person would work and create with you the text. Yeah. So since the beginning of my life, I think I have been knowing that I can count with these beautiful yeah. tools that is artist tools and to use them. So that gives me already the ground that uh, it has to be equal and in the same way with the team that I will be working uh, for whatever project and to create something. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Then I, I would also ask you the same. Would you have a question for our next podcast guest? For sure. I just need to formulate. <laughs> Who are the next podcast? The next podcast guests are uh, Paula, who mm -hmm. taught this morning, and Andras, who you haven't met. 
A uh, little insight to them: they are both from the Folkwang School mm-hmm. in Essen mm-hmm. and are currently both freelancing mm-hmm. um, since I think two years now, but very mm-hmm. fresh to the scene. Mm. They are both um, advocates for the queer community. Mm-hmm. Moving in the non-binary trans spectrum, wonderful, and yeah. Mm. Uh, I mm. can think of. I will ask um, with the knowledge that they have now mm-hmm. and the confidence. Uh, what if they would coming back to their younger self? Mm. What they would do differently? What could wonderful ever? Thank you. I don't know. <laughs> Thank you for that one. Mm. I don't know if it makes sense. <laughs> it, it makes a lot of sense. I like it. You like it? I stay with it. Because <laughs> now, it's really, right now, it, I, I would need to <laughs> too much time to come down. And I, I really like your question, Eva, a lot. Mm. Oh, you what? need another one? No, 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 no. Okay. Then I'm saying if, if you want to go stay with, with it. it. I okay. stay with Eva. I stay with Eva. <laughs> because I was so into the conversation, I kind of forgot. <laughs> me too, me too. Time. We can talk. <laughs> we can talk. And it's all your fault because you are asking. We like to talk. <laughs> and then we like to talk. <laughs> well, in this point, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to thank you. What I said at the beginning about enriching myself through your knowledge, I really feel that way. And not being in the musical business, um, I really got to find out what it is to be behind the scenes and to be a part of this beautiful community. Mm-hmm. And thank you very much for that. I am so excited to see what future projects will bring and how our paths will continue to um, align. And thank you very much for being here. Oh, thanks, thanks to you. you. Thanks thank to you. you. Having a pleasure. And thank you, Eva. Mm. Please follow us on all social media platforms. You are listening to Re. Re. Zend. <laughs> Thank you for listening and tune into our next episode of For more information, visit our social media pages, Representants underscore lab. The content on this podcast has been verified to the best of our abilities. We cannot guarantee that there are no mistakes or errors. We sadly acknowledge that at the moment we have no representation of a person with disabilities. This podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be considered as legal or medical advice.